the new indian we have mr alta bukhari he is the chief of jammu and kashmir's apni party this party emerged soon after the government of india took a major decision a historic decision on august 5 2019 when it nullified article 370 and 35a today we would be talking to mr bukhari about the politics of jammu and kashmir that has emerged in the last 3 4 years but for that we must welcome him at reason the new indians platform where we get to the reasons of the issues that concern you welcome mr bukhari good morning let me begin by asking a very simple question you've been seen as somebody who was not a conventional politician you came from a background which had nothing to do with politics you were a businessman you are one of the richest businessmen in kashmir but then you took a plunge around 20 years ago in jnk politics what was the motiv- motivation for you to join politics i have been associated with politicians uh, for almost 3 decades but only as a hobby not uh, as a profession of politics i would see my friends who were in politics they used to be surrounded by people and i would wonder what do these people get from these politicians and at the end of the day i would see small things for which people would go to these politicians and that enticed me to this that this is a platform where you can serve people people have very basic needs they need a water connection they need a electric pole they need a drain so that was my basic interest which took me to politics but then lot of people say that you were also instrumental in overthrowing farooq abdullah in 1984 when he was dismissed by the center i want to put the record straight that way also i was 23 when dr farooq abdullah was overthrown i think a young man at 23 gets fascinated if somebody tells you we are throwing out a chief minister an elected chief minister i wanted to understand how can an elected chief minister be thrown out in a democracy i think that is the only interest i took in it i have few friends whom i knew because uh, they had just become the members of the legislative assembly and because we were in business otherwise you are known to uh, your elected representatives i saw what is the murkier part of politics 83 gave gave me an insight into the murkiest things that can be done in politics what happened how how did you become instrumental i was instrumental in as much as one they all assembled in my house few of them were introduced by me uh, to this group because the family was associated with my family was associated with mufti late mufti mohammad said that is how i got involved with this so was it a, did not know so was it. it a conspiracy by mufti to overthrow farooq it was a conspiracy by new delhi why did they want to overthrow farooq honestly i told you at that age i did not understand what but it was but later you joined politics what was your understanding no, about I, it i did not join politics for 25 years after that 25 years after that because so i saw how murkier it was just within whiff it went but in in retrospect in retrospect it was not good. no but why why do you jammu think kashmir. why do it was not good for jammu and kashmir i think partly uh, 84 to be responsible for emergence of militancy 
Really? Are you saying that yes, I, just I, I, because no, no. a government must was dismissed? No, no. I, I I would tell you that led Farooq to the double Farooq uh, Farooq and Rajiv Accord, mm -hmm. and that accord. Gave rise to the eighty-seven elections. So you're really saying that eighty-seven elections, which has been tainted as a rigged election, became the reason for terrorism in Kashmir. Yes, that became the ignition point. That became the ignition point. There have been always a percentage of population who did not accept an accession to India. It has been always. You can say five percent, seven percent, ten percent, anything, anywhere, and fair enough. Fair enough. People have a right. Uh, but the majority takes a decision. The majority was for the accession, which went with Sheikh Mohammed of the last decision. But there was a section which was even in forty-seven, which was there till uh, eighty-seven, and that section that time wanted to participate. They participated uh, in eighty-seven elections under a banner of uh, Muslim United Front. Elections of eighty-seven were rigged to an extent where we find a Salahuddin is born. A man known as Pir Sahab becomes Sayyid Salahuddin because he fought the election. He took the oath on Indian Constitution, and all of a sudden, we find him. But then, let me uh, ask you this: J. K. L. F. was born way before this. I said already there was a percentage yes. of people. Hmm. Uh, you could say five percent, seven percent, ten percent, and I think J. K. L. F. represented that sentiment all through. Pakistanis did not encourage them. They wanted independence. So it was a big thing. But uh, in 87 elections gave them a common platform. But let me interrupt you here. Uh, Sheikh Abdullah was sent to jail in 1953 because of the Kashmir conspiracy case. And the case was exactly this that soon after JNK became an legal integral part of India, Sheikh was hobnobbing with foreigners. and was looking for another kind of arrangement for jammu and kashmir and while he was in jail we saw national conference emerging or transforming itself as plebiscite front so the seeds of separatism that you are referring to you know which we saw through after rigging of elections the seeds were sown in 1950s Won't you agree with that? Yes, I I have no uh, columns in accepting that. It is true, it is true. But this is also a fact. The same government of India, which put him in jail in 1953, brought him back in 1975 as head of a government which was controlled by Congress. He did not fight an election. He did not go through anything. So these are two so are sides of the coin. Two sides of the coin. So are you saying that Sheikh Abdullah was actually imposed and installed as a representative of New Delhi in Kashmir? Hundred percent. In if you take uh, go back to history in 1947, there were no elections. Then also he was imposed uh, by Delhi. And in 1975, Delhi so, has been always instrumental uh, in whatever has happened in Kashmir. So he was not really a popular leader. No, he was a popular. I don't doubt his popularity. But when you talk of a democracy, India is a democratic country. Everybody came through an election. 1947, no elections. He was handed over the uh, position in Jammu and Kashmir. JNK was handed over to him. 1975, there is a different assembly uh, constituted. Uh, headed by Mir Qasim, he steps down and Sheikh Saab takes over. So it is Delhi, really Delhi, which has made people sit on the throne or 
come down from the throne. What should have Delhi done? Like rest of the country, Delhi should have had elections in 47 Jammu and Kashmir also, have uh, elected representative government. And in 75, the accord was for bringing in what they say, accord of 75, it, the assembly should have been dissolved, as a new elections held and whoever would have come. If I also believe Sheikh would have returned uh, with a majority, which he did in 77. So the, at least we would talk of uh, democracy and show to our uh, neighbors, look, everything what happens in our country is through democratic means. Now, let me ask you about Jammu and Kashmir, Apni Party. Why did you choose the timing, which was essentially after the nullification of Article 317, 35A? August 5, 2019. We may like it or we may not like it. Most of us were disillusioned the way it was done. I think uh, nobody doubts that the government of India does, did not have the powers to do it because after all it was they who had given it in 1949 and then it is they who removed it. The way it was done, it could have been done in a better way. The state was downgraded. It is a 200 year old state. No state in this country has been downgraded. All states have been upgraded. So we were all under shock. All through in these years, right from 47, we all believe that Article 370 is the bridge between India and Jammu and Kashmir. I confess it today, it was only an illusion created by the politician. 35A we thought is a protection uh, for our lands, jobs, heritage, culture. It had some bad things, I do agree. Like mm, a girl when once married would lose her uh, status in Jammu and Kashmir if she was married to an outside. Probably it was good when Maharaja had done it. He had done it because at that time the Punjabi would come and marry Kashmiri girls. He did not want the Kashmiri culture or the Dogri culture because it was applicable at both the places. So it was a protection given by him. Maybe in, in those times it was good. But it did not, in the present day democratic setup, it did not go well because girls, women have the equal rights. Even in Islam, because Kashmir is majority Islam, does not go even as per the religion. So there were ambiguities. I don't say there were not ambiguities. If uh, politicians had removed these ambiguities, probably government of India would have to think twice. But since there were ambiguities, the reason was good enough. Having said so, mm, August 5, even today, is considered as a black day because we do not uh, subscribe the way it was done. It could have been done by a dialogue, it could have been done otherwise. As far as uh, I remember in my own lifetime, the BJP manifesto always talked about Article 370. And uh, we grew up uh, in JNK hearing about at least two major parties, political parties, debating this issue for the last, you know, ever since BJP came into existence. So the dialogue was happening. So why do you keep saying that there was no dialogue? With whom was the dialogue happening? A dialogue was happening given in JNK because I remember in every assembly elections, whether BJP came to power or not, but BJP was contesting. It, it was always in their agenda. I never disputed. Yes. And they fulfilled their agenda. That is their part of it. Mm -hmm. But since well, we are a democracy, uh, what, what, you have to give it to people. Yes, the, the, That's I'm, dialogue. I, I, I'm, I, the, I'll come back. The parties who were ruling Jammu and Kashmir had made people believe that this is a permanent clause in the constitution of India. And once it is gone, a new arrangement has to come in. And most of them, you know, 
would tell people it is over. Then the association with India is over. August 5, all of a sudden it happens. Four days before that, when tourists were asked to leave and others were asked to leave, there was a panic. I think all politicians were either put in house arrest or somewhere moved to hotels, somewhere moved to guest houses, somewhere moved to uh, huts. For first few days, there was no communication even with your neighbors. The best thing which happened on this day, it, was, it is a historical day for us mainly, but nobody died. I give the credit to people of Jammu and Kashmir as well as the people who handle this, that is the security forces. Because even for a small thing, people would die here. So you're giving months. credit to Modi government for this? Yes, why not? Why not? If they, if they, if I am saying they took away our 370, I have to give them this credit also. We have to be honest, at least honest to ourselves. But many people say that you are the B team of BJP in Jammu and Kashmir because your party came into existence after this historic decision, you have been also giving credit to the Modi government for the peaceful atmosphere that prevailed in Kashmir after that decision. So a lot of people think, seem to think that you have some backdoor arrangement with the BJP. One cannot be a psychophant. You have to accept realities. The reality is much has changed after August 5, 2019. Should we have left our people in the same state of shock. There was a shock. Shops were closed. Businesses were closed. Tourism was zero. Fruit was at its ripening stage. It had to be transported. There were a number of people who were arrested. Youngsters, old, shifted out to different jails. I remember which became an ignition for me to think. Two young women came to my house. They wanted to meet. And I asked them, what is that they want to meet me for. They said their father has been taken away on the 5th of August. Where is he? They said we don't know but he has been shifted somewhere outside the state. I said did you try to find out? Did you go and meet him? They said we could hardly for after 45 days collect uh, money to come and reach up to you. They were from a North Kashmir village. That came as a blow to me. I said Alta Bukhari you will have to see how you can help people now at this stage. I visited Delhi after a few days. Their few friends met me. They said, Bhai sab ghar to jal gaya. Kya naya ghar nahi banao? It gave me an idea that if these politicians who have been put behind, who have ruled us, they basically Abdullah and the Muftis, if they are released, maybe now they can help people. This is the time they need politicians. Started with that. So we slowly, slowly, I came back, then few more friends were released. We met, we thought of getting everybody released first and then sit amongst ourselves and chart a course of action that how do we now henceforth tell people the truth. Our eyes were on the leaders, obviously, the Abdullahs and the Muftis. We were not uh, the torchbearers. They have been the torchbearers. Whatever has happened in 72 years has happened because of them. But then you were a very important minister in both Mufti Muhammad Saeed's government as well as Mehbuba. Mufti's government. Yes, true. There were also allegations against you. Mehbooba Mufti, in fact, thought that you were a conspirator against her, against her government. You were dropped That's as true. a minister, but then inducted again. So why wouldn't you share the responsibility as well? Because you were part of the government. I would have uh, definitely loved to share, take the responsibility of anything 
what they did is always telling people lies of about 370 and 35a but when this when i joined i actually joined politics and for the first election in 2014 2015 when the elections results were out and the accord with bjp was to be done i was the first one to be called and asked by mufti sahab what should we do he said we are short of the majority and people have given a mandate jammu has given a mandate for uh, bjp and we have uh, kashmir has given a mandate for us my answer to him was mufti sahab let us sit in a position because we have fought an election by asking people give us votes we will keep bjp away something more transpired between him and me mahbooba ji is was the third person sitting in the room i tried i begged of him don't do such a political harakari because the sentiment of people will be against us he was the leader he was the sole leader he listened to me and went upstairs me and mahbooba ji kept on sitting and she said yes you are right probably we should not and for one month mufti sahab did not speak to me mahbooba ji picked up the threads after a month i think i still remember she hosted me for a sumptuous gadabat and said father and son don't get angry with each other so you should meet mufti sahab next day we both me and mahbooba ji flew to jammu i met mufti sahab mufti sahab in his typical fashion told me do you think i will deceive my people he told me many things which he had in his mind why he was aligning with bjp and my answer was sir then speak tomorrow is mahbooba ji's re-election as president speak there and you can take out the speech it is in the archives it is on the record he spoke the same language joined the government so i do not say that i did not put forward my point of view but then in a party leadership since they were the leadership i think most of my colleagues there had agreed they wanted to be in the government now let me ask you another question PDP when it came into existence it came with a very clear manifesto it had a vision about Jammu and Kashmir it wanted self rule it was not really very different from national conference if you really think about it uh, if national conference for was for greater autonomy mufti was for self rule and in fact uh, there was a time when he was talking about change of currency he was talking about many other things why did you join the pdp did you really believe all of this look i'll tell you very honestly i think mufti sahab was a politician par excellence a novice like me had no reason not to believe he had remained the home minister of india has the distinction of having fought the sheikh family all through his life i see today even a new history being created when sheikh family and mufti family are on the same stage pagd pagd so for a novice like me not to believe mufti sahab was almost impossible i believed and there were indications the congress government supported him him in that self rule theory and everything because i remember when the muzaffarabad road was open there were big hoarding set up so many kilometers muzaffarabad and all those things we would think that something is behind the curtain between delhi and mufti sahab because everything is falling in place as per what he is speaking to us so he was delhi's man there is no doubt i don't think anybody can uh, doubt a lot of people that. say that he was an indian intelligence man do you agree with that i do not really know that because that is something which is not conceivable but not impossible but i can i i do not have much knowledge so you so you did not think that national conference has the same kind of support that that muftis had because national conference you yourself said sheikh was imposed he was installed then his son came he had a accord with the congress party as well so congress at one point was supporting national conference and congress was later supporting the muftis muftis yes so they yes. both were essentially 
Delhi's people. There is no doubt on it. In fact, any government in Delhi, I would not blame only the Congress government, any government in Delhi, uh, they were either choosing between muftis or uh, sheikhs. Both the families represented Delhi. In so why Delhi. did you choose muftis over Abdullah's? I choose muftis over Abdullah's because of the family relations we have with the muftis. My father had relations with mufti Sahib for long, since 73. So because of that, it's not, I would not say on an ideological plank. Ideological plank was nothing. It's, we, they both did swear by the constitution of India. Both did swear by the constitution of Jammu and Kashmir. Both said those things which were really impossible. So it never occurred to you while being in the government that PDP was telling a lie to people of Kashmir that Article 370 can never be touched. Nobody can ever nullify it, abrogate. I'll be honest. Even I believed it can never be nullified. Everybody in Kashmir believed it can never be. But then the evidence on the ground, for example, Article 370's teeth had over the time eroded. Its power had gone. Lot of central laws had been extended through different regimes, through different uh, governments. It was essentially under Nehru and Indra that 370 had lost most of its power. The, la so why the did last you think nail in the coffin, in fact, was the 75 Accord. Yes. I, I do not say that. But it said, like everybody be, uh, knows that death is imminent, but you don't believe we are going to die. Though we knew BJP uh, had it uh, in its agenda. And they had also signed an accord uh, with uh, Mufti Saab on the same, that we will postpone it. We will not implement our part of that. Uh, our manifesto. So I said, even a man like me, who was in the government, did not believe that it is going to be. When the Article 370 and 35A were nullified, most of the mainstream politicians were detained. They were house arrested. Many of them were ranting against Government of India, even before the historic decision was taken. They were threatening violence. They were threatening that nobody is going to pick up the Indian flag in Kashmir. They were saying that nobody is going to raise slogans in favor of India. But there was one man who, after the decision was taken, he was speaking a different language and that was you. I would like to correct you. This man did not use this language before the article was nullified. I did not become a part of the all-party meetings. I did not subscribe to this idea that there would be nobody picking up the... Why? Flag. That that Be is that is the reason uh, Mahbubha Mufti suspected I, you? No. That you no, no. Not, you're not I, being I, there? I will tell you. I had been already expelled from PDP in January 2019. And it was simply on this that there was a meeting on December 12th. I suggested that there should be a change in the leadership. I told Mahbubaji that you had failed as chief minister because 2016, 200 children were killed. It was an administrative failure. It was not a law and order failure. It was an administrative failure. The way so it was her responsibility. Yes, she was the chief minister. She was the home minister. And I told her that uh, since June 18, 2018, you lost the government. Up till that day, she had lost nine MLAs, including four or five ministers. I told her, you failed as a party uh, leader also. Why not step down in the interest of party? and have somebody else as the party president. I told her there is anger against PDP within people, but there is hatred against you as a leader. It's better you step down, we'll go back. With what you. did she say? In a typical fashion, like what every leader does, 
she uh, was the last speaker she said somebody who wants to leave can leave and somebody who wants to stay and with me the dialogue continued for a few more days because i was out we had dialogue she spoke to because we were close families also she spoke to my father and she complained that i was trying to uh, dislodge her when my father spoke to me i spoke to her either you convince me or i convince you or we agreed to disagree we fixed 21st january to meet each other i came back from abroad on 18th i was in jammu on 19th i uh, at 6:30 or quarter to 7 i got to know that i have been expected i did not react i did not react press asked me i said everything is not reacted by statements let us wait what is the different difference between your politics and the gupkar alliance declaration politics my politics is simple and straight tell people the truth serve people the best honestly precisely i believe politics of truth should prevail and we should work as honestly as a politician is expected to but then their, the gupkar their alliance... politics is based on lies total lies and nothing else tomorrow let pagd national conference and pdp simply say that article 370 and 35a can be restored only by supreme court what we say because it is in the supreme court it can be only restored by them or the parliament where it is not possible that any of the kashmiri parties can get it swayed let them tell these this... let them tell that these elections which are going to happen here are only for day to day governance and your development people's voice to be represented i'll be the first one to follow them because every day they accuse that kashmir's vote is being divided kashmiris are being divided i throw them a challenge be honest tell people truth elections have nothing to do with article 317 35a because that is lies they have fed this for 72 years let us not kill our youngsters they get sentimental they get emotional they don't know what is true so will you accept the supreme court decision whatever it is it has to who am i not to accept it, it we but i can tell you we have a very strong case and inshallah god willing the supreme court will restore it but because we but we believe in the uh, supremacy of judiciary and whatever is the decision we have to accept it we have to accept it there is no question that uh, we will not accept it and i hope government of india also accepts it because we know supreme court is going to restore it how do you know how can you because say we that have a strong case well, the, we the have a strong is, case the government of india may have the if they have a better case look in the judiciary every litigant believes up to the last date i have the strongest case that is how justice you believe in a justice system where you know you have the 100% chance nobody goes to the court with this belief that i have only 5% chance and no lawyer tells you that you have only 5% chance now let me ask you another question you seem to have escaped the kind of punishment national conference and pdp got after uh, article 370 and 35a were nullified a lot of people say that you know you didn't really suffer you were talking on television you were meeting people you were meeting delhi and somewhere i'm asking i'm repeating this question does bjp really help you behind the scenes i'll tell you two things first all of us our 90% of us were in our own houses put under house arrest 90% of us when i say 90 of us were moved out to one hotel and the two big leaders were moved to guest houses 45 days i did not have any connection with anybody except i think 17th 18th day 
because Eid had fallen after that. Few people started coming, means from the constituency, because I live in Lalcho. So policemen would first find out if it is not a press wala. Then they would say, if you have somewhere you can meet, I would meet in the lawn and ask them what was their problem. Sir. Somewhere a problem was there is no ration or these small problems, but there was no telephone, I could not help, but people would come and if I had something to give, I could give. So after 45 days, I applied for permission to go to Delhi. I think four or five days it took it and they asked me why I wanted to go. And I said, because I had a march and geography, I went and I was honest also that I want to meet my grandchildren. I think whosoever applied got permission to go. I don't say that I was the only one single out. Since I have business throughout the country, I had friends also in different parties. And how can I deny being a minister for three and a half years in that government and one of the important ministers also, as you yourself said, and I believe one of the doers also. It was not that I did not know the home minister. I, how can I say? It is not that I did not know the national security advisor. It's not that I, I can deny that I did not know the prime minister. I still remember when I was taking over, Mufti Saab introduced me that he's a businessman. And when the prime minister hugged me, he told me, like you do work in your business and make it excel, excel your ministry also, work for the people also. And I kept his word. He must have been always proud of it that there was a man whom he advised that he should work like this and I exactly worked like that. Many of the people uh, in Kashmir who were in business, who were in politics, were uh, also, some of them, some of them were arrested for terror funding. Your own brother uh, was Summoned. accused yeah, accused yes. of terror funding. Yes. And uh, what is the connection? Why are there allegations against you? I, 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 I can no, no, I can I can tell you very honestly that you asked a very relevant question. Uh, we have family friends and uh, their son has some problems with the government of India. He is accused of being in activities which are prejudicial to the state. So he was His, involved in terror uh, activities. Uh, ah, yes, he is living outside. His daughter was getting married here. He was not here. You being a Kashmiri, what is what are our traditions? When somebody's daughter gets married, you throw a party. Mm -hmm. Even in Delhi, you mm -hmm. throw a party. They were getting married in uh, Taj Mahanta. My brother hosted one of the lunches for that family. This girl and they knew the bride and the groom. My four sisters got married. Kashmir has a tradition we used to use carpets. Mm -hmm. In all these uh, four marriages, this boy's father would send us the carpets. So how can you just ignore a social person, a daughter getting married here in Kashmir, openly, it is not hush-hush manner in one of the... So you're saying hotels. it's just guilt by association? Yes, and I don't, I, I would like to put it on record. I don't deny this. I know the family, we know the family, but just knowing the family does not mean you contribute to their... So you're saying your my, family has nothing my, to do my, with... My, my brother was called and asked this question that you have paid. Yes, we have paid by check. It, we have picked up the bills. It has been reflected in my expenses. It's reflected in my uh, account statements. It's reflected in the uh, expense statements. Associations, I will tell you today, my father and Professor Ghani were class fellows. I call him Uncle J today also. So you can't just wish away that no, you don't have relationships. Everybody. We were, I come from Sopor. Gilani Saab came from Sopor. He lived in my uh, uh, grandmother's house so in Sopor. So we knew it. That he 
loan saab came from uh, that area we are all and i tell you this question was asked even from me in 1996 or 97 there was a income tax or somebody put it in there uh, she was a chief commissioner or something and she asked me do you know this man this man this man this man because i said i know everybody all of them they were members of assembly gilani saab was a member of assembly loan saab was a member of assembly professor saab till date i believe he is the best professor any student would love to chat with him read with him be he being their teacher because he was such a progressive uh, man at that time when there nobody would be uh, so open and progressive she was surprised me telling yes to everything because i knew them all i had dealt them all in the assembly in the same assembly which threw up gm shah as the chief minister now uh, you came from sopor and you came from a very poor family i came from uri uh, you actually justified the proverbial saying that rags to riches story sure. how did you build this huge empire in kashmir we came from a village which is uh, known as bijhama this is almost 2 minutes cross fly to pakistan and Two hours by foot. We used to foot almost six to seven kilometers to reach up to a. It was a thatch roof, so beautiful. The birds would be chirping in the morning, four a.m. My father was the first matriculate. He left Odi in 1958. That was the time when orchards had started becoming an industry. Till then, apples were always grown in Kashmir, but as an industry, he was the first. We bought uh, some land in Ladura, which is in between Sopor and. Baramula he first started planting nurseries he was one his nursery was one of the biggest nurseries and when you start some business and it the industry takes up you also grow with the uh, system then he started export of walnut stumps what uh, years are we talking about this is 50s so this happened under sheikh abdullah's time or no, was no, it this later? was bakshi's it started uh, in bakshi's time he was chosen as one of the distributors for these chemicals we started as distributors then i took the business forward i started manufacturing i went out of kashmir in 87 uh, punjab haryana himachal and other states slowly slowly then our own manufacturing throughout the country and that is how we kept on going but i returned back to kashmir and incidentally farooq sah was instrumental in bringing me back in 97 which till date is the only fruit processing plant in private sector apple processing plant i crush 400 tons of apples we make apple concentrate export it and also to all domestic consumers then i have uh, the distinction of having brought ca store technology to uh, this country as a whole my children came back they went into a different urban mobility they went into gondola tied up with the french we set up the first private sector gondola in patnitop on a boot basis spent 175 crore rupees then we bagged in they bagged in uh, there are doing others so i can tell you we have done businesses which people will think almost untouchable what is your vision of jammu and kashmir post 370 my vision for jammu and kashmir is transforms into a peaceful developed society where everybody has equal rights where we all have same rights which rest of the people in this country have where our children are not misled to the graves to their emotions i would like to harness their capabilities for them to become entrepreneurs not only employees they become employers not only the employees because a notion has been cultivated since 47 whenever there has been dissent 20000 jobs 50000 jobs that is not the solution we cannot absorb everybody in the government 
jobs. We'll have to side by side grow an industry which we have potential. We have lot of raw materials. Our industry should mainly be based on those raw materials. These assets which we have in terms of talent pool, we have 12 lakh graduates and postgraduates. So we try to convert at least two lakh out of them as tomorrow's entrepreneurs. Even if they employ eight to 10 person, each of them, that is where we are done. Since 2019, we have had DDC elections. We have had municipal elections here in Jammu and Kashmir. What is the status of politics? Because there is no assembly. There is uh, no representatives of people in any democratic institution. I'll tell you honestly, this step of 2020 DDC elections was a very important milestone step. Unfortunately, those people were never empowered. I think uh, I will give credit to the prime minister and the leadership of this country for having undertaken those elections. His vision probably was to empower at the lowest level people. They have not been. They have not been empowered. I do not know. I would not uh, shy to blame. Maybe the bureaucracy did not empower them the way they should have been empowered. It would also be because it's an evolving system. The first time it was done, uh, nobody is sure what is what are the powers to be given unless uh, you empower the common man here with the same rights which he has in the rest of the country. He should have the right to elect a government. He should have right to throw out the government. He should feel that he is the strongest pillar in the whole process of governance. Unfortunately, it is missing in Jammu and Kashmir. Still, is Jammu and Kashmir ready for elections? I think uh, this is the most uh, crucial time when people today are asking for elections. I have seen at least from 87, first time, when people are asking for elections. They are not asking, bring him, bring who. They, they are not still uh, expressing their mind whom they want to vote for, but they want elections because they find a disconnect between the administration and themselves. What is your opinion of the Delimitation Commission recommendations? Delimitation Commission has not been fair. It has, uh, in as far as its mandate is concerned. They did give some explanations. Like one of the explanations is, oh, we constituted a very small constituency, Gurez, because it remains cut off for six months. So we did not add up people from Bandipura to them. But what happens to uh, Karna? Why did they, that also remains cut off? What happens to Rajori Punch? Why did they put it with uh, Kashmir? The road is closed for six months. Per se, they did not do justice with this system. In fact, they damaged the trust which had developed, uh, started developing between Delhi and people of Jammu and Kashmir after 2019. Because people had started believing that Delhi wants to be honest. They removed two th uh, Article 370, 35A because that was in their constitution and they said that was a temporary. At least everything, what rest of the people in this country get, we will also get the same treatment. The Delimitation Commission did a big disservice, big disservice by not being fair and transparent. Again, I tell you, they are coming here on the 4th and 5th. Tell me, is this justice within two hours? Can you uh, meet this people of 10 districts? If you can, tell me if this is justice. I don't say they could have done it. It should not be only seen that you are fair. It should look also to be fair. Where do you see the future of Jammu and Kashmir in five years from now? If uh, a chance is given to people to elect their own uh, government, 
I see that this will be the most challenging and interesting part after 47th. Because youngsters will no longer look towards the neighbors. They will look towards Delhi for their aspirations, for getting what they have been promised now. Like Kashmiri saying they are not mantas, they are not adopted now. They are a part, they are a part, equal parts. So Anybody. That, that feeling is on the ground. Yes, and we strengthen that feeling. We are equal. I, as the head of this party, we strengthen. We tell our people you have the right to everything what is in Delhi, what is in Bombay, what is in Punjab. You have the same rights. Why not? Political questions will be debated in Supreme Court. Other questions. We will strive hard to see that people get justice. Corruption-free governance. A governance free of nepotism. That is what is Kashmir's main ill. Nepotism. In jobs, in contracts, in everything, in every sphere of life. God willing, if people give me a chance, I will invite you. Not after one year, within six months, and tell you, please see, are we in the right? direction or have you gone wrong somewhere well thank you for this comprehensive and enlightening session thank you so much for being with us on the new interview thank you thank you very much